Hello, guys. Welcome back to another episode of this, the Baby Bed Podcast. I hope everything's going well. I hope you've had a good week so far. And more importantly, I like thank you for joining me. Um, today's episode is about something which I've been experiencing over the past few weeks, uh, months even, but it's sort of come to a pretty serious level of awareness and um, introspection this particular week. So I thought I'll share that with you. It's um, something we say very often when we're in a full-time job or, uh, you know, when we're just um, fantasizing about doing uh, something different from what we're doing right now. And many of you have said it, many of us have said it, I've said it that, you know, man, if I wasn't working, I'd just be doing nothing. I wish I had a day where I could do nothing. So I've had a lot of time to think about nothing. And I've had a lot of days where I've been doing nothing. And there are a lot of days where I've been bored and the waiting game. And that gives you a lot of time for introspection and uh, just thinking and spending a lot of time with your mind. So I'll share that with you today on this episode. And of course, you can share your thoughts, your feedback and your ideas or criticism, whatever you might have on this particular podcast. You can email me, get in touch with me on Facebook, Instagram, or wherever you listen to this to. Yeah, see you on the other side. The Baby Bed Podcast with Sunday Pro. Baby, check it out. Oof, it's, it's nice to be here. Something to do. In fact, I've uh, narrowed down four activities I think that I've been uh, committing to do. Committing to do? Commit. <laughs> okay, this is what happens. I've been uh, silent and spending so much time with my mind. I think I even lost that one last skill that I had, which was being able to converse fluently and not say things like commit to do. So this is one thing I make um, a religious effort in the sense, in a very unreligious way. Uh, this is something I make it a point every week to put out because it gives me an outlet. It gives me a place to uh, vent, a place to bitch, a place to whine, a place to kind of just think out loud. Also have a bit of contemplation on thoughts and things I read in the news or watch on um, you know, the internet. So this is one thing which I try to do irrespective of what my schedule is or isn't. Uh, another thing which I've uh, been doing a lot is reading uh, various formats. That's either audiobooks, a lot of books, and um, articles. I just sound like Donald Trump. There are a lot of books, a lot of books. I've been reading articles. I've been um, getting on the news apps. I've been off Facebook now, I think, for about mm, close to three months. I've been trying to just get off Instagram. But since I don't have a social media manager anymore, I have to get on there. The occasional times I do have a show to just promote it. Um, and YouTube, oh, that's something I need to get off. But the main things I've been on apps-wise, I think on my phone, are uh, Google, because they have that morning news update, which kind of gets tailor-made for what you consume. So there's articles on uh, geopolitical events. There's stuff about Jeremy Clarkson. There's stuff about cars, which I love. I've said multiple times on this podcast. And there's some local trending stuff, which no one really reads. So it's been Google, YouTube, The Guardian, uh, just to add an element of intellect there. And uh, my Gmail, because 
Like, okay, let me just break this down as to why I'm in this space. So I've been doing stand-up for, this will be 10 years since I got up on stage for the first time. 2009 was my first open mic uh, with Birdas. So it's been 10 years. Uh, not professionally. I took it up professionally in 2012. So anyway, that doesn't matter. 10 years, let's just say 10 years. And I've, I've come, kind of come full circle, you know. I, it was, I was one of the first few people to start stand-up in India besides Veer and Papa CJ. So a few of us in Bangalore started out the nights. We sort of got on stage, built a bit of a comedy scene and community. Um, that's built some momentum in itself. And 2012, I took it up full time. 13, got big with the comedy store. 14, also saw an explosion in the English comedy scene. Then, you know, things started transforming. The landscape went more regional in 2016, 17. So things have come full circle for me, as in I've seen a little bit of that recognition for my work. And then the YouTube boom with the social media content and things going viral when it comes to comedy videos. And now it's this state where everyone is sort of backtracking or reverse engineering the material to fit what people on YouTube are consuming. So more than actually trying to just be funny and doing and saying and trying to crack a joke about what you want to say or what you want to do, it's almost like, okay, these are the five parameters and five criteria for what's working in the internet. Let's record that in this particular venue for this particular audience with this particular kind of uh, intention in mind. And I've honestly, I think in the whole uh, 10 years, I don't even know how many shows I've done. I've done a lot of live shows, predominantly, and all our live shows technically. But I've traveled to quite a few places. I've done quite a few shows, uh, put out quite a few specials, which no one's watched. But it's, it's been a nice journey for me because I've never, when I started out this, I never thought I'd be doing comedy on such a serious level, if you want to call it, on such a, a scalable business level. Because for me, it was just something that I finally found in 2009-10 that I could enjoy doing and something I could focus on and commit to. But, you know, obviously that comes with its own price where you kind of neglect the marketing business angle. And now it's more about the branding and business, which is, of course, important. But that kind of uh, something I didn't focus on, but, you know, never too late. And at the same time, I sometimes catch myself thinking, did I fuck it up somewhere? Did I not do it right? Did I not play the game right? But I don't think there's any such thing as the game right or wrong, especially in stand-up. I feel, I feel that, you know, there's no rules. Um, it, it, it takes longer if you want to do it your own way and not play to what the market expects you to do with, um, with, with certain kinds of content generation or certain kinds of platform usage. But, you know, I told myself I'm in this for the long haul. And uh, if it means I'm not an internet comic or a YouTube phenomenon, it's uh, making peace with that, which I'm focusing on now, because 10 years down the line, this is why I mention all what I of all of what I did is because I'm in this place right now where I'm trying to make peace with my decision, which is being in Bangalore, living with my family, being married to my wife, having uh, close friends and quality relationships in my life. Um, not running after this um, futile mind-fucking race, um, trying not to get tempted by people around me who are you know newer in the scene, people I mentored getting more famous, um, trying not to just think about the end goal, which is the money and the paychecks and the fame and the fortune. Um, so I'm doing stuff which I want to do, but trying to do it in my own uh, way trying to put out content uh, on platforms which are recognized 
for quality. So I'm waiting for that to come around, focus on this. So that's, that's the things which I'm focusing on stand up when and uh, where I can do it. And that's another issue getting crowd. So I'm just trying to do shows where a few people, but there are people who've come to watch my content uh, doing this podcast, which happens every week. And the other two things which I'm trying to focus on is get and work on physical fitness, which is not like, you know, a workout regimen where it's like, oh my God, okay, I have to lose five kilos. Just things that when it's 20 minutes just makes me feel less shit about myself and focus a little bit on just trying to be mentally more at peace. So these are the four things, literally these are the fucking four things that I have to do. And I, I do, and, and you know, one more thing, I told a person who was in a similar state and he was like, dude, just sometimes the night before you're like, why, why do I need to wake up? Because, you know, there's nothing to do. And literally you can make uh, something which most people who are in this routine-based uh, living, uh, they, they take it for granted. Like, oh, I'll have a quick shower, quick breakfast. I'll um, have a, you know, commute to work get to work, spend nine hours, 10 hours there, and then you come back home. But like, honestly speaking, in my state right now, I'm just trying to drag out things like breakfast. I'm like, oof, I had breakfast. Like, that's an event in my life right now. I, um, you know, count the cigarettes I have, <laughs> this, the break. Uh, phone calls are actually an event. Uh, lunch is an event. Um, and you know, another thing is you get so caught up in your life about Monday to Friday kind of work weeks. I, I, I can't do that because honestly speaking, 24 hours right now, um, I mean, with uh, breaks, I don't sleep through the night. I sleep at about 10, 30, 11. I'm up by four. Then I'm kind of reading, um, thinking of, you know, maybe a thought that comes up, which could potentially be uh, material on stage. <clears throat> Put that down, kind of explore that. Then dream a bit when I'm awake. Then I probably listen to some uh music which is soothing then i probably go on the guardian check out the morning news get on a couple of their podcasts and then next thing you know at 6 30 i sleep again for another hour or two so 24 hours broken down my day is very long so it's almost rock bottom for me right now where i have so much time on my hands i'm actually trying to do things and this is really weird because most people are trying to squeeze in as many things because the day seems too short I'm trying to squeeze in things because the day is too long. It's kind of completely the opposite. So I'm like, okay, if I podcast for half an hour today, if I work out for 25 minutes, no, it's 26 minutes, okay, say 30 with a break. Uh, then I say get on a meditation app or something for 20, 30 minutes. And then say I sit down and do something for another half an hour. Two hours is gone. Now that's two hours less. Um, time on my own with my mind than I had earlier. So that's the thing where it's at right now. I've got to a point where I'm like, how can I make the day less stretchy? Uh, uh, how can I make it less long? How do I make it less tedious? How can I make it less time with my mind where I'm just dreaming? Because it got to that point where I'm just like, okay, so I've woken up. I've um, had my cup of coffee, my morning smoke, some fruits. I've taken my medication. Hmm, maybe get back to the bed and listen to the book, which I was listening to literally one hour back. And now I think it's time for my other cigarette. Then probably back to the same book because it's exactly what's happening. It's, it's totally fine. But at some point, your mind just goes, you know, taps into you like, uh, excuse me, do you think you're being uh, uh, fulfilling on your life? Do you think you're being purposeful? And I've had all the conversations with myself. I'm like, what is the idea of purpose? What's the idea of fulfillment? It's an idea of 
constructed an idea constructed by other people's expectations and certain prescriptions that are imposed on us then i've had rational discussions i've had intellectual thoughts about these things and come to a result which suits me or which even is right but just trying to deal with a day the practicality of it is actually what i'm facing now theoretically i know the idea of being mindful i know the idea of doing versus being the idea of your working self and the self not existing and individuals are just transient and we're not even like a part of anything a consciousness we are just waves in an ocean so i know and i'm trying to read up on these things and practically though how do you get through the day without fucking losing your mind and you can't meditate the whole day like this is what monks do in monasteries or in various centers this is what they do they meditate the whole day so if i want to sound like a pompous prick it's like am i a monk in um my own version of life nah not really because i i do have breaks for porn various other things but it literally is the time you know um so yeah whatever makes my day shorter I suppose now it's just kind of I've I've hit the most amount of time I've spent with myself in my life. So now I'll just probably gotten to a point where like okay I'll do something to make it less than sixteen hours of the day left. So maybe just five minutes. Okay, let's probably go out there and just take a walk. Ooh, five minutes gone and just add up those minutes, and those minutes next thing become two hours. But the problem I'm worried about is again then you want to fill it up with shit which is not really helpful either. So it's about finding that balance because I'll I'll be honest with you. Yesterday, last evening, I had a conversation with this lovely lady whose number I got from um, my dog Jinke's trainer, the dog trainer. And uh, so my dog is having this thing called uh, incontinence. But after she got her procedure for getting her uterus and her lady parts taken out, so she's got this thing where in her sleep she's having, I think, dreams or a hormonal imbalance, and she's peeing a little bit. So yesterday, that's my thing. I did. literally nothing yesterday i wasn't doing this so i i did my day yesterday it was waking up having my coffee and a smoke um with the bathroom break which is terribly important then i had breakfast then i had another smoke and then i had a conversation with a friend then i was reading uh in the middle of that check some emails went on the guardian app check the news whether it's updated the news is not updating fast enough in my life right now guys fucking get a move on reporters i need more shit in my life to fill me up and make me less bored had lunch I uh, lay back down to read my book again. Uh, I think this is around then three thirty four. Hit around. Had a cup of coffee. Had another smoke, uh, and then I messaged this lady to talk about my dog situation. She's a homeopathy person, and uh, then my day got exciting because she scheduled a call at seven thirty to talk to me about my dog's case history. Spent forty five to fifty minutes, which was the most um, exciting part of my day talking about my dog her emotional well-being her physical well-being her behaviorism behaviorisms her various patterns and i was like hmm yeah you are really excited about this and i was like a parent i was like this is something which is keeping me entertained and keeping me occupied so i actually enjoyed it and then i asked at the end of the conversation are you a person who only gives medication and helps dogs she's like no i'm primarily giving uh homeopathy treatments for humans but i also love love doing it for dogs and i'm like oh can we share your call with me because i've got a load of issues many of them are real many of them are also things i've created over the recent past to just make my life seem more interesting so yeah she's like cool so this morning started off with the bank if you want to get on my page 
I had breakfast. Yeah, that's right. I actually had coffee, had a smoke, had breakfast. That is not changing. And then at 11.15, I had a one and a half hour conversation with this lady about my homeopathy solution. So it's been a very long day, guys, because you know what? It's not hard. It's hard being me. And it's not hard uh, working throughout the day. In fact, um, it's a tough life trying to find uh, ways to de-stress and <laughs> make it easy. Because I tell you, man, these 80-hour weeks, these 90-hour weeks of doing nothing gets to a man. What's a man got to do when uh, he's got so much time on his hands? Dream. That's about it. And jerk off. <laughs> That's my life. If I have a resume right now, how do you spend your time? Dream and jerk off. And um, talk to homeopathy doctors about my dog and myself. So it's fun. Squeezing in time, squeezing in things to do because you have too much time. That's today's episode. If you have a similar problem, <laughs> I don't think anyone does. But if you do it, this is typically in that sort of creative art space, right? Like either designers or artists or musicians or, I don't know, maybe Kathak dancers don't face this issue because they're practicing all the fucking time. Maybe jugglers. You know, physical artists need more practice, musicians even. This is this job which involves dreaming like writers and uh, mime artists. I don't know what mime artists even do. But yeah, if you're in the space right now in your life, you uh, want to share something with me, as I told you earlier, you can send in your thoughts, your prayers, your feedback, your criticism on Soapy Rao. That's my Instagram handle. On Twitter, you can find me at Soapy Rao or you can send me an email to soapyrao at gmail.com. I'll be back next week and let's hope uh, that my life is still as stressful, <laughs> stress-free, stressful as today. And um, yeah, let's find out what I'm going to talk about next week. I'm as excited as you are. So thanks for listening as always. Till next time. Bye. The Baby Bed Podcast, every Wednesday. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you like what you heard, please do check out the other episodes on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. And I would much appreciate it if you could like the video, share it with people who you think might enjoy it. And of course, do subscribe to the channel because it will help me and the podcast grow and reach more people just like you. So thanks again. Appreciate it.